Hi, I'm Kelly Claire, the Spiritual Messenger, Psychic Medium, Advisor, Teacher, and Mentor. And I am Ken, the Runewalker, also a Psychic Medium, Teacher, Mentor, and Walker of the Old Ways in Modern Times. This is Psychic Medium, the Podcast. All things Psychic Medium. Hello, Kelly Claire. Oh, Ken, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Very good. Excellent. And hello to all of you listening to Psychic Medium, the podcast. We hope that you are well and that you are safe and that you're maybe settling into a new routine that supports you and um, is more in tune with your natural rhythms. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it felt it felt like uh, it feels kind of like that's an opportunity for us at the mo- <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, my natural rhythm has been eating, but that's fine. Uh, believe me, I have a bag of sun chips sitting next to me and my Dr. Pepper and cream soda, which is delicious, by the way, oh. on the other side. Mm. Dr. Pepper with cream soda is the best. Yes, it is delicious. OK, uh, I, I will tell you, I got, I went to get in line at Guzzle the other day. Mm-hmm. And do you, you know the street that, that for everyone listening, this is just a place in Twilla, but uh, it was backed up all the way back to like the doctor's office building. Oh, I've, you know what? I've been there before and I've waited in it. <laughs> See, I was going to, but I had a tea time and I couldn't, I couldn't miss my tea time for golf. So I was like, I'm not waiting. Oh yeah. I don't blame you. No, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a good thing. We don't have one here because I really haven't been drinking soda that much. I have one here and there and that's a great thing for me because I'm a little bit chonky. Um, but I do miss me some guzzle. Just gonna say, I do I, miss some guzzle. I know. It's, um, I, I have been trying to do less soda and just more water or like chai or whatever. But yeah, yeah, same. It's been good. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, I we put it out to people like, what what would you like us to talk about? Um, and someone mentioned psychic burnout. Um, and then, uh, we had a couple other people, um, one specifically who said, I might need you to come to my house. And I was like, well, we can't do that for this episode. But, um, then when you and I were talking about it, came up with, um, the topic that you've been thinking about and that's the increase in, um, paranormal activity uh, a few weeks during this whole thing. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was interesting because I've been dealing with it a lot the last two weeks, but my last session just before our podcast, um, I was talking to one of my um, clients I really adore and me and him just kind of chat sometimes. And, and he asked me about it and I was like, Oh gosh, you know, that kind of triggered. I'm like, there has been a lot. And I had dealt with it. Some of our, personally in other readings today um it's even been increased in my own home so yeah there has been 
an increase in paranormal activity. And I don't know if any of you at home have noticed that. So if so, you know, chime in, we'd love to hear about it. But I have noticed a huge increase in my readings of people. And I'll pick up on it in the reading because I kind of scan, well, not kind of scan your home. I look at your home's energy in a session and I can pick up on things of paranormal nature that maybe should or shouldn't be there. And also people have been asking me direct questions pertaining that. I think um, I've noticed um, a bit more activity uh, around my home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to be um, things that maybe I've never uh, encountered before. So it doesn't feel like uh, feel like it's kicking up the dust of old things, but it feels definitely like there's movement um, and additional power added to things. You know, and we've we've talked about in the or maybe I maybe we haven't, but I think we have um, the fact that sometimes um, poltergeist activity is activity that's created by the energy of our emotions or our feelings, or we're kind of fueling it. So it could be a little bit of that. Um, But also, I mean, like, what do you think about what I said about um, what has been your experience is with like, have you noticed it's new things or has it been just like for you and the people that you've been talking to, has it been like a kick up of old stuff and just like a repowering of that? Both. Okay. Both equal. Yeah. So for breaking it down, my house has been, well, we're, we're new here. We've only been in our home since October. So we know our, our residents and you know, my residents of my home well too. We've got my, my grumpy Gus that just, his actually name's Grant, but he's grumpy and this is his house and he'll do what he wants and he'll make his presence known. He's been kicking up the energy a little bit more. Um, he loves to sit and open and close my closet door. That's his favorite thing. Um, <laughs> or stand in the hallway at the end of my hall and wait to come out of the bathroom to scare the shit out of you. Um, he's he's fine, but I've noticed his activity has increased. Um, last night I was in my laundry room folding laundry and I was talking to Chris. Actually, Chris and I was both pulling clothes out of the dryer. We were both hanging them up together and he always helps me and or I help him. And I turn and just as I look in my dining room, there's a man in a black jacket with a black mustache leaning up against the wall, just watching me do laundry. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, hello. Then he was gone just peeking through. So I've had new things coming through existing things. Um, today during a reading, I was doing a session and I'm sitting in, I kind of sit forward in my office chair as I'm writing and I went to kind of kick back in my chair and just ponder something for a second. And when I put my head back, it was like a hand caught my head and pushed it forward. And I spun in my chair so damn fast. I'm like, oh, like I thought like I leaned back on. Well, when I sit on my couch, um, my little fat pug thinks the back of the couch is where she's supposed to sleep. So I'm used to like leaning my head back and hitting pug. Well, I leaned back in the chair and I'm like, wait, what's the dog doing there? And then I realized there's no dog. It's an office chair. And I was like, oh, okay then. And then he grabbed my ear. So I've had some interesting new energy and existing energy for myself here. 
Wow. Um, that would be kind of freaky to have somebody um, put their hand on the back of your head and no one's there. Yeah. And I was doing um, a FaceTime call. So even my client, I'm like, I sat there, I'm like, holy shit. Like it just pushed my whole head forward. I could feel their whole hands like right on the top of my head pushing forward. And yeah, it was pretty interesting. We both kind of like, oh, that was cool. So did you, did you, were you able to pick up on who it was? Yeah, it was someone for her, but it just happened to come through and connect with me here. And then he was laughing about it. He's a big jokester. He thought it was the funniest shit ever. And, and then he had a great time with it, but it just, I didn't even feel him coming in. Usually I can feel him coming in and then it hits, but this one was just, I was in the middle of that pondering thought and then it just was there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> there, uh, I do feel like there's just this, um, well, first of all, I think it is heightened because of our um, emotions, but I also feel like there, there's almost, for me anyway, and I think this for other people, like we're slow, we're slowing down enough to start picking up on different things mm-hmm. and listening. So we're not as busy, busy, busy um, kind of with physical day-to-day stuff and ignoring our feeling or emotions, our intuition. Um, so I feel like that's a little bit um, more of, uh, that's one of the reasons that things are picking up a little bit. Um, I've had um I've had a couple over the last couple days that were like, of course I see my mom from time to time. Um, You know, we live in the house and um, I feel there's a couple recently that I um, just like peek their head in my door kind of Mm -hmm. Um, one like one in my dream, which actually uh, woke me up. Um, uh, which wasn't scary, but startling. Um, and then um, uh, I don't want to lose my train of thought. But the train coming into the station, choo-choo, <laughs> <laughs> um, is um, I've had a lot of that sensation for me um when something steps into my field or kind of tries to reach into my energy field and it's uh, a tingling that happens lately on the back left of my neck, head, sometimes face. Um, I've had an increase of those. um, uh, And that's been um, actually quite an increase over the last like two weeks. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even, and so, and I'll tell you what my theory is on this, but I was talking to my sister the other day and she, um, she's still in Utah and she messaged me and she's like, okay, the weirdest thing happened. She's like, totally freaked me out, freaked the dog out, freaked the cat out. She's like this, someone came like rushing through my house. She's like, I felt it. It like moved past me in this big whoosh. And she's like, it came through so quick. It like, you know, not, I can't remember. I can't remember. She said it knocked something over. It came through so quick, but she's like, I have never seen my cat's tail get so big. She's like, it just, just like, you know, 
scared the shit. And I had to chuckle a little bit because I knew right away that's my grandma. Um, she's funny <laughs> that way. And my grandma's hell on wheels. So anything she does, she does big. And Lisa's like, I thought it was her. And, you know, then she could smell her. She goes, but, oh, my God, it scared the shit out of me the way she came through. And so we laughed about it after. But, yeah, she was picking up on it. And the other day, Chris is out building our herb wall, which I'll have to send you pictures. It turned out so stinking cool. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's amazing. It's all planted, too. But anyway, and I look out there and he's chiseling out the, um, I'm, I don't even know what the hell they're called. The, I don't know what call them, the, where the hooks together. I don't know. And I look up and there's his dad standing behind him. And I just shut the door quietly. I'm like, oh, that's their moment. I'm going to let them enjoy it together. And I knew Chris was lost in thought with him because his dad was a carpenter and a woodworker too. And I knew that was their kind of private moment, if you will. So I just kind of poked myself in and shut the door and came back in the house. But my theory here is, and kind of what I'm picking up on um, from my standpoint is, I agree with you. It's awareness. People are, are home. You're more aware. You're not as focused on some of the crazy day-to-day lives, right? Mm-hmm. But also, I feel that people being in their homes more is also kicking up the energy. It's giving the home itself more energy, more life force. Okay? It's giving it more life force, more energy. Spirits need energy to communicate, number one. But then you've also got... The negative stuff kicking up. I've had a lot of people call me with not so great things happening in their homes. And, you know, not all the light and pretty and shiny. And I believe that stuff is is too being kicked up by the energy with people being home. But I also feel it's due to the panic and the fear and the anxiety. And let's be honest, I'm sure some couples are not happy to be quarantined together. Um. I'm blessed that I really want to be quarantined with my partner, but not everybody does. And there's a lot of that tension in homes and it's kicking up energy of the negative sort too. So this energy is feeding both the positive spirits and the negative spirits. And it can have, it kind of can run amok a little bit on both ends of the spectrum. Amok, 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 amok. I was waiting for that. Thank you. You're welcome. I think um, I agree with you. I think um, also uh, kind of to do with that is that it's the concept that um, we're feeling maybe uncomfortable or irritated and um, that we're feeling that and we can either take, take it and see where maybe we need to make adjustments in our own life or psyche or uh, behavior or, you know, like shadow, our own shadow work stuff um, and do that. Or um, we can, you know, continue to feed that um, aggressiveness or that frustration or that um, negativity and allow that to, um, to fester and to, you know, reproduce. So I think that, um, you know, one of the things that um, for me has been happening um, now that we're kind of quarantined and, you know, I'm, uh, I live with my dad and Tate. And so um, one of the things that we look at is like, okay, so what am I feeling about this? I'm feeling irritated because 
just because we're in the same room together, it doesn't mean you're the one who's irritating me, <laughs> you know? Right. And I think too often in the past, um, that's kind of what we're taught is to look exterior um, instead of like what actually going into yourself. So I think that um, some of this energy kick up and some of what our ancestors or the, the spirits that are coming forth um, who are being powered up have to say is it's um, it's some of doing some of that work because I do think that uh, I wholeheartedly believe that sometimes what we're experiencing um, is a um, is an ancestral or family characteristic that we've perpetuated and it's time to stop them. And this is an opportunity to do that. I agree. I think it's interesting that you said that just because you're frustrated doesn't mean it's someone in the room. Because weird thing, yesterday morning, I woke up and I'm usually a really chipper person in the morning. I'm a morning person. Not and... me. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm a morning person. Like, let's get up. Let's get going. What are we doing? What's our list? And um, I woke up yesterday and I was going to hurt someone. I don't know why. It was, I was like super frustrated, super agitated. And Chris is like, are you okay? And I'm like, nope. And I don't know why. And I couldn't isolate it. I couldn't separate it. I just had to sit in it for a minute. And it was just, um, everything was just at me. And the dog barking that normally I'm used to it. And I can like, okay, like, Wilhelmina, knock it off and she'll quiet. And yesterday, and I'm like, I'm going to whoop your butt. Not that I would ever do that because she's my pride and joy. But um, it was just, it was short fused. And that's not normally like me. Um, and I was just fit to be tied and everything. And I had to go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, stop, 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 time out. What, what is going on? Where is it coming from? And I had to go, oh, this isn't even mine. This is, um, more grants, the old man in the house that likes to kind of stomp his way through here. And I had to go detach myself from it. I'm like, okay, we're not playing this today. I've got work to do. I've got a busy day and we're not doing this. And I had to kind of detach myself from that energy. So absolutely spirits in your home can also affect your moods, your energy, the way you perceive other people's energy. It, they really can affect you. So if you're being affected by it, you know, acknowledge it, push it back, separate yourself, cleanse your home, do the things you can do to move that energy, but be aware of it. If it doesn't feel like your own, it's probably not. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. where... Um some of this stuff comes into play um, where if we now take the time, if you don't know, or if you're not so much in tune with what is, what your personal energy feels like, what you feel like if you're all alone, what you feel like without the influence of, you know, um, people around you or without the title of being, you know, mother, husband, brother, boss you know co-worker like if if you don't know what that feels like then it's really hard to do what you just talked about to push that away and to separate yourself because we don't know um yeah. what that's like and um 
you know, that's a great place to start. And I think um, that's even, you know, something that you've talked about in the past when you're first um, develop and become aware of your psychic abilities. You need to become aware of your own energy and what that is first, because if you don't know what that feels like, how do you know if your guides are trying to talk to you energetically? Exactly. Yep, exactly. It's a good time to figure it out. Yeah, we have a little bit of time, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just yes, if, we're, we do. if we're able to sit um, sit with ourselves in it um, and, allow, and allow for it to unfold, or if we just move to and from distraction to distraction. Yep. Yep. And let me ask you this. Yep. Have your dreams been more intense or maybe not even intense? Maybe that's not the right word I'm looking for. I have been dreaming more the last couple weeks. I'm a consistent dreamer, but my dreams are more clairvoyant, things to come, that kind of thing. I have been just having some whacked ass dreams for about the last two weeks, more than normal. Have your dreams increased? And if so, um, are they intense? Are they clairvoyant? How do you feel about that? Um, my dreams have, uh, my, uh, let me put this, my rec- my recollection of my dreams has increased. Um, over the last couple of weeks. And um, I find that um, I um, lucid dreaming um, because I'm not entirely sure that it fits in that category, but um, I have had a lot more moments where I know what I've been thinking about during the day. And I kind of go to bed setting the intent of being able to work through some of that stuff or look at it or, you know, have mm-hmm. so-and-so visit me in my dreams. And I'm, I, I think my, what I'm experiencing is my logical mind trying to interact with my dream. And I'm too in the moment of the dream. Yeah. I'm in the moment trying to analyze and break apart the dream instead of letting the dream happen. Oh, okay. So that's, that's been an interesting uh, development for me on the dream side of, of the increase um, is, yeah, is my interacting with the dream on a more logical uh, level instead of just allowing it to unfold and then kind of seeing or feet, not even seeing feeling what, what it is that my, unconscious my subconscious or whomever's visiting me in those spaces um has to communicate got it so what yeah. of your what of your intense how um is there a consistency within theme of intensity a theme and intensity or is it just no. like really mm-hmm. which is weird for me yeah they've been very random and I'll wake up and can remember the whole thing. Um, there, I wouldn't call them lucid dreaming. They're not lucid, and they're not clairvoyant. I just kind of feel like it's, in a way, nonsensical. Is a good way to put it. Yeah. But okay, for instance, one night it was me and you and Chris and Tate, and we're all staying in Travis, 
course I was in there clean what I do um but we were at like this hippie Woodstock festival and it's yeah and the next thing I know some girl with her hair in braids came right on in Travis to go pee and I'm like do I know you and she's just like no I'm just going potty and I'm like okay then and it was like these weird random dreams but it's I just was wondering am I the only person out here having these random dreams that are just coming even Chris pointed out it's like man because they wake up and go and it's just this weird random shit and I'm that person who will tell you no, no dream is random and there's always a meaning and I'm always looking for the meaning and I'm sure there's some meaning here and I'm still working them. I'm, of course, it's just been here and I haven't had a lot of time, as you well know. But a lot of it feels like it's just nonsensical and or nonsense and, and it's just silly. And so I just didn't know if I was the only one or if I need to look deeper. Um, it's interesting because um, the impression I got when you're talking about that was um, like sand through an hourglass. Um, which was interesting because it was almost like, um, it was almost like each grain of sand is one of those um, possibilities. So um, one of those alternate realities that are created when different combinations of things come together. Um, so it, it was really interesting to, to go, oh, so what's the, like, it's like just being like living at the bottleneck, um, where the sand goes from the top to the bottom in a, you know, one of those hourglass things, um, and experiencing those kind of those moments as they are, are, um, compressed into, into, uh, yeah, time and space, maybe it was interesting. That, that I will I will have to I will have to um, sit with that a little bit before I go to bed at night and see what happens um, when I maybe just set the intent to not to just let it take me. Good good idea, and I think that's what I need to do tonight. It's like okay, just show me what I need to see and direct me. Let's just let's just do this, and I'm fine with having it. It's just like I, I'm kind of. In a really crazy way, it's taken, it's allowed me to step back from my normal craziness and to have something new to look forward to, like, oh, let's see what we can do tonight. So it's, I'm kind of enjoying it. I think, I think that's great. I do think that um, there, what I have seen, what I have noticed um, is that creativity, creation, are open are um a little bit more powerful um coming from unexpected places um and maybe unexpected times and places and spaces so i think that that's um maybe something that uh opening up um to our dream, or maybe that's where we're experiencing that is, for some of us is that it's in our dream state. Mm, I like that. I like that a lot. I can live with that. Uh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> so any final, final words on our um, 
increase in psychic activity, which I'm not even sure we ended there, but it was a journey. It was a journey. And the only thing I can think of is the two funny guys that when I went to buy my car and they asked when I was going to come to their house and look for their ghosties. That's all I can think about right now as you're telling me anything else to say is no, I think we had fun talking about all the ghosties. I think, I think um, maybe next week we'll have a little update on um, like what happened Maybe that's an interesting thing to start adding into the show if we, if you guys are cool with it. If you, that's something you're interested in, is we can do a little uh, like um, ghost segment or paranormal segment uh, to the show too. So every once yeah. in a while or every week. So um, we can let you know about our paranormal experiences that happen every week. Not that we don't talk about the psychic medium stuff, but I think, you know, there's a little bit of a, a difference in those things. Agreed. Cool. I'm okay. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. So cool. Um, well, you guys, uh, we will be right back and we'll be listening to Kelly's Clarity. Welcome to Kelly's Clarity. Thank you for the marvelous introduction. I'm sure that we'll get old at one point, uh, and I'm close to there, so I'm going to really have to research a better way, to, a different way to do that. Not better, different. I'm quite fond of it. <laughs> so, uh, I'm fond of the clarities that we get from Kelly, so, what do you uh, what do you want to talk about this week? Mm, you know what came up to me today that I I chose was actually from another one of my sessions with um, one of my clients today, and it's about universal trust and trusting the universe. So it's hard to give up control and to just trust, especially right now. It's so hard right now when everything is in such a space of uncertainty and, you know, no one knows if they're coming or going right now and what's going to happen today or tomorrow. And the best advice I can give you, or the best clarity I can give you in this is you have to trust the universe. You have to, as hard as it is to give up control, no one wants to give up control. But the more you try to control a situation and mold it and force it and demand it or you're, you're going to miss it and you're going to make yourself crazy. But if you can step back and say, you know, I'm going to trust the universe has my back and I'm going to trust that the universe will show me what I need and give up some of that control. Now, that doesn't mean we don't have to work for things. It doesn't mean we sit on our asses and wait for it to come to us and happen for us. No, we still work for it and we still work through it. But by giving up that control and allowing the universe to show us our path, 
and working through it, we will find the answers. Remember, the universe gives us what we need, not what we want. And what's hard here is what you're being given may not be what you thought it was going to be. It's not going to look how you thought it was supposed to look. It's not going to smell and taste and, and, you know, appear how you think it should. But if you trust in the process, you'll realize it's exactly what you needed. We have these altered images of exactly how our lives are supposed to look and our relationships and our careers and, and everything around us. But if we just trust in the process and trust and hold tight and know that our spirit guides and the universe and our ancestors and our loved ones truly do have our best, um, you know, they want what's best for us. So if you trust in it, you will see beautiful things happen. So that, that would be my clarity for today, even though it's hard. Trust the universe has your back. Yeah, I like that. I think um, I like what you said about um, some, you know, like when you're a kid and you're turning 16, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get the coolest car for my birthday. I'm going to drive around like a badass and you get like, you know, like a Geo Metro. And yep. Actually, you want to know something was, funny? I what? wanted the Geo, I wanted a Geo Metro because they had just came out back then. Okay, I'm going to age myself I, for a minute. I did and too. Were, mm-hmm. And I wanted the little bright yellow convertible. Mm-hmm. Did, I wanted it. Yes, I did. Girl, preach it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what? what I got? What'd you get? A Chevy Citation that smoked about a quart of oil a day. <laughs> I um, I'm obsessed right now with. I would love to get a tracker. <gasps> uh, mm. Yeah, I know, right? Like, total That's- throwback. I would love to get a GeoTracker right now. I see them. I've seen them, a couple of them for sale and around here. And a couple of people driving them. And I'm just, like, obsessed. I really want one. That's funny. Do you remember the Samurais? My sister had a Suzuki Samurai. Yep. Yes. I had a, yeah. She was the coolest shit. Yeah. I would love that. I had a sidekick. It was a four-door. So, similar, but... Like, I don't know. I mean, there's something about a geo tracker. Okay. I can see that with you. <laughs> um, I, I also like, I'll back to being serious for just a second. Um, I do think that it's, you brought up a really beautiful, interesting point in looking at, um, we have these expectations of, just for instance, I have this expectation that um, for me to be a psychic medium, it looks like this. Or for me to have contact with um, my guide, it, it must look like this. And so sometimes, you know, that gets um, a little, um, th- that, that expectation cannot be fulfilled because that's mm-hmm. just not the truth of it. And so we kind of, uh, I personally, uh, I'm trying to really work on uh, eliminating what I think it has to look like, um, mm-hmm. especially spiritual stuff, what the experience must be like, uh, because it, I'm missing the experience. Well, yeah. And you got to remember, your perceptions of something can be completely different than my perceptions of something, but both answers or both perceptions could still be accurate. Exactly. So, 
we that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you've just got to learn and go, okay, you know, my perceptions are accurate and you have to trust that and you have to work past it. But you you can't always expect things to look one way and to to go one way. Okay, for instance, do you remember when we sat at my kitchen table? And I think this was back in January. We pulled cards. It was. It was December or January. Do you remember how we yeah. pulled cards for the entire year? Yeah. And we kind of looked at January is going to be this, February, March, April. And we even called end of February, March, beginning of April, there's going to be this huge flux in finances and money. Well, that's right when kind of this COVID hit and everybody's finances flipped. We called it, we seen it, but we didn't know what it was at that point yet. We knew something was shifting. So we can see it, we can move through it. And we knew it had something to do with movement with all of us. And we could see that part by using the cards. But you can get it and you just have to trust in that process. Okay, it's right there, but it's not going to look how I think it's going to look sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the hardest things about um, using supernatural abilities um Mm -hmm. i just had to use that word i wanted to use that word Mm -hmm. um but it's one that's one of the things about it is that we we have such a like even though we live in a three-dimensional world we have a two-dimensional concept about what it looks like what the experience is like and it's multi-dimensional like even beyond three-dimensional and um yeah, we kind of get stuck, get stuck in that and we miss the experience. Yeah. yeah. And you know, for me in a reading, I can see your future. I can see where you're going. I can see where you're headed. I can see how things look, but I don't see your whole path, how you get there. That's up to you. That's on the, that's up to the universe. That's not even up to me. Or That's already, it's already played out. So just trust the process. Let things happen. Let things work out. Let things play out. Quit trying to force square pegs and round holes and just let things move organically you're gonna see beautiful movements in the end and I had to learn that like I can't control every aspect I can't um constantly be aware of everything okay like moving here I knew I had to do it I knew it was calling to me and our two-year plan went to what less than six months we're like okay bye we're going and it was the best decision I ever made. I mean, me and Chris couldn't be happier here. And, but we just had to make that move and we had to trust that the universe had our back with the timing and everything. And we just have to let things happen. You have to let things happen sometimes because you know what? Nine out of 10 times, you're going to get something better than you bargained for. Well, yeah, I I really love that concept of, you know, asking for something, but then after asking or better, <laughs> I would like a new car or better. <laughs> um, yeah, and let right. the, the the universe kind of um, throw its say. Listen, you're going to get something. You're going to get what you want. But now that you want something better, control that here. Uh, well, let's let's do that. Sorry, I don't have the Rona, but I did choke myself. Um, 
I'm glad you do not have the Rona. No, but every time I go to the damn store, I'm like, I never leave my house. And the one time I go to the store is when I choke on my own spit and have to cough. And everybody looks at me like they're going to tase me. I know. I totally sneeze in the grocery store. And I'm like, listen, I was just out on the golf course. I have allergies. It is not the Rona. (laughs) Yeah. It's a scary Rona. (laughs) All right. Well, any, any additional or last last words no i think i'm pretty content i think that was very clear and i appreciate your clarity well thank you you're welcome and we'll be right back I don't know why people tune in for this section of the um, show, but um, what the hell would I do? That's the segment, what we can do. <laughs> I love uh, it. We're like, fast forward. Um, don't fast forward today, though. No, today- I'm excited for this topic because you and I talked prior to recording, and when we talked about this, it was you know something we both kind of found interesting. So I am quite excited to hear your intake on this. Good. Thank you. My my input. Um so uh, I'm scrolling as as we all do through Instagram. I'm sure it was Instagram. And I come upon um and you know I love Instagram because they make their ads look like posts. So um, I'm like, ooh, who's doing, oh, that's an ad, and I got sucked into it. Um, however, it was a great um, thing because it, it it brought me back to something I'd been focusing on for a while, so um, a while ago. And uh, the post was um, for a, uh, I don't know, like an educational opportunity to learn to work with men and the concept was um working with developing um ourselves as men in our uh society now uh that can be through meditation that can be through um uh you know intimacy like working with our physical boundaries and it's not about it doesn't, it's not about sex, but it's about the role that we've been um, given. And um, I think this is a really interesting topic because for so long um, and currently, I think we're so sacred feminine focused, which I don't believe we should, should not be, um, but we're focused on the oppression of women and of other groups who are fringe, um, of which I belong to some of them. And um, we, we focus on that. And the, I, I believe that, in our, especially in our Western societies, that men have, we've had this uh, role placed upon us. And um, the expectation is for us to fill that role just as much as the expectation 
um, was there for, you know, women to uh, be barefoot pregnant in the kitchen and quiet, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, which we all know doesn't work for us. (laughs) Um, And I think that uh, one of the things that this kind of class that was presented uh, in front of me um, brought back up for me was that um, these boxes, I love that in the last segment you said a square peg into a round hole because that jumped me right into the, into this segment um, quite nicely because there are times when we are just fulfilling the role that we're taught that we're supposed to fulfill, whether you're a man, a woman, or, or whether you identify as either or neither. Um, there are still these roles that we are trying to shove our little square pegs into um, and it doesn't work. I think that it's going to be, um, well, let me, let me tell you this. I, st- I saw a statistic and this has been a while ago, so I apologize. Um, but uh, one of the least talked about demographics for suicide was middle-aged men. And the minute I heard that I was, or I saw that I was like, that makes total sense because I went through it quite early in my life to say, you know, I re- I've worked really hard for this, what I call the white picket fence. So I've worked really hard for this house, um, the family, the cars, everything I'm told that I'm supposed to have that will make me happy. And I'm not happy. Um, so, you know, I kind of bucked that pretty early. I mean, it was my 30s, but it was still pretty early. Um But yeah, so middle-aged men, and I felt like, oh, I get why I understand some of the reasoning potentially for that, that suicide number to be uh, high. It made complete sense. Um, You get completely stuck in a life that you don't see a way out of. Um, The debt that we incur is astronomical. The commitments that we make because we're told we should make those commitments, although we don't really want to make them and keep them, are really that yoke, that yoke is very heavy for us to wear. That bridle is very tight. That bit is very big in our mouth. It, it really does not, um, that, that amount of domestication does not uh, lead to a creative or healthy um, life. It leads to um, a very hierarchical society. So, um, and it leads to keeping us in line, I think. But um, so I think that there's going to be, um, and I do see um, this, and it's almost a, a very secretive, which I find funny. Um, these men's groups or these men's retreats. And they're not spoken about as openly and as affectionately, I think, as some of the women's retreats, um, because it's still not always looked upon um, as a masculine thing to do. Um, And uh, that is something that is very... Uh, interesting to me. Um, Part of what I find interesting about that is that um, no one wants, uh, we all, 
Now I'm going to make sweeping generalizations and I want everyone to understand that when I say this. No one wants their husband to be so emotional that he would that he would be too emotional because <laughs> even women think that emotion and emotional people are bad, which is you're right. That's just one more of those blocks for us to um, build up around ourselves of stuff we don't want. But so we still think about that. Um, and we men are supposed to be or your man or one man for people is supposed to be um, this lumberjack and this uh, uber sexual being who you know, throws people down and will fuck the shit out of you and make passionate love to you and then go chop down a tree and, and still bring home the bacon. And, and so we have all of these stories that are very complex, but they're, they're, a, this is what man and woman should be, but maybe this is just what a man and a woman should be. And I'm going to go out and I'm here and I know this is not for everybody, but I think sometimes, you know, like women are attracted to men um, when they're ovulating for different reasons uh, than they're not. Um, and I think that has something to do with, with uh, you know, genetic, um, uh, um, what's the word? Uh, d- uh, Disposition? Yes, no. but uh, the... Um, being able to like increase the genetic pool right so like women will be attracted to men who are more genetically different so that we create a diversity in the in the the gene pool so but like you could also be like that's the one i am going to mate with but we've expected that person also now to become the nurturer but really maybe the men in your family who would be like your brothers or your father would be actually more nurturing to your children. And does that make sense? So I think that there are some really interesting um, threads woven within the fabric of our society, especially as it deals with men and women. So I think that um, this this movement for men uh, needs to be kind of brought back out into the light a little bit. And if you're, guys, if you're feeling something, if you're, if you're starting to like process emotion if you're if you're starting to have kind of some things open up or creep up and you're not right you know quite sure of it like there are uh people to speak to it is okay for you to even if you just want to fucking write it in a journal or if you you know like want to do that or if you just want to need to be alone with it then that's great and and um women like i would say try if you want to be supportive try not to be um try not to try to stick your man who at the moment is a square peg into your round hole of <laughs> I, need you to not be emotional. <laughs> I know i went there i'm sorry yeah i um, just want to meet with jason momoa but that's that's besides the point but that that's a square peg that you would just make the whole square for <laughs> damn skippy um, Dan Skippy. So what, yeah, like uh, you had some thoughts about this too. So what were, what, what are you thinking? Yeah, I do. And it's, it's kind of like we talked about is I've noticed um, more of an awareness in men's um, emotional health. And I don't feel that 
it's being expressed um publicly or social media and stuff it's it it should be just as open as as women's healing and i feel like men need to feel to have anxiety or allowed to have these emotions and i've noticed that i've done a lot more past life regressions for men lately and i have seen these huge um this huge like weight lifted off their shoulders doing this regression work with me and just purging so much of this um emotional burdens that they have carried around for lifetimes because a they didn't know how to set it down or weren't allowed to set it down or you know it wasn't acceptable for them to be emotional or to release and I'm over here going well that's kind of bullshit I don't feel like it should take a regression or all these other you know hell breaks if you will to, to be able to feel comfortable to release that so I'm saying to you if you feel you need help to release that information, then please reach out to me or Ken. We will help you. We can do regression work. We can do emotional release. But get rid of it. Don't carry that burden. Don't feel like you have to sit with anxiety or sit with these emotions because it's not macho to release them. That's bullshit. You know, healing is healing. I don't think it needs a gender. I, I completely agree. And I, and I, and I would say, um, amen and hallelujah. Preach it. Preach, sister. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap this up. Well, we have taken you on quite the journey today. We've gone from uh, spirit activity to um, male patterns to ancestral patterns to, uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff today. So um, thank you, guys. All while driving a geometro. I... I if I, um, if I, listen, if Shake Shack can send back their 18 million, I just need them to send me like five grand so that I can get a geo tracker. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. I think that would be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. Uh, I would have to say, Kelly, also, thank you for uh, hanging out with me today virtually yes my friend always it's a pleasure always so much fun and hey you guys uh i just remembered uh this weekend kelly and i are going to be presenting i can't believe i, I forgot actually... um that's like twice too uh, that's twice today i've forgotten um that it's this weekend so over beltane kelly and i were supposed to be presenting at the witches education conference which was going to be in seattle but because of um, my corona, what we're going to be doing. Oh, Henry growled. He liked that little uh, song. Um, what we're going to be doing is it's going to be free. And we're going to be doing two presentations each, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. Um, 
and it's going to be, I think, on Facebook Live. So um, we'll be posting, uh, we'll post on uh, m- multiple social medias uh, where to go for that. And uh, we invite you guys to to join us. I'm going to be talking about um, two runes. Uh, one day I'm going to talk about Hagalaz. The next day I'm going to talk about Eeyore. Um, for our presentations are about 30 to 50 minutes. And um, then what are you going to be presenting? Um, opening your psychic abilities and developing your psychic abilities. So, All, all in 45 minutes. Yeah, I haven't quite figured that one out yet. And I'm glad you reminded me because I got to find some time on my schedule before Saturday to take my two-hour class and cram it down to 40 minutes. Um, I know. I thought about that. Um, I I recorded with Teresa today. We recorded a web of resonance. Um, actually, it was really cool. We recorded with Moon. She was our oh. guest. Um, Love it. It was the most. It was so much fun and so cool. So, um, you guys, if you're interested, uh, that's going to come out this next Sunday. So, like the third of May. Really cool. Great episode with Teresa and Moon Spelling and myself. Um, but uh, Teresa is also presenting this weekend. So um, at the Witches Education Conference online with Kelly and I. Um, yeah, so I'm going to have to, it's, let's be honest, it's going to be Friday night at 1030 when I am watching True Blood because I'm watching binge watching that. And I'll be like, oh shit, I've got to prepare for my class at noon tomorrow. Better do it. Yeah, that will be me. You know, sometimes I find teaching best when I don't over plan it and I just show up and do it. Um, Teresa and I uh, had that exact same discussion today. And so I think we're all, we all know what we're talking about. We all know the subject matter and the best way to, to present it is to feel the energies of the people who are there and then teach to that energy. And I think that's one thing that the three of us are really good at. Yeah. And I've taught this for years and like, you, you know, when I talk about this all the time, but it's- we do this all the time. I think I, I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to have my bullet points and I'm going to let it flow and I'm not going to overthink it. No, oh, don't. What are we doing? We're trusting in the universe. Didn't we just talk about that? Um, I think if you guys did not get the message out of that, you need to go back and listen to Kelly's clarities from this episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, um, we hope to see you online this weekend at our classes. Um, be watching for the links to be able to go on. And remember, they're free. Um, and yeah, it, thank you again for listening. Don't forget to hit like and share and subscribe wherever you're listening. And um, be sure, appreciate the shit yes, out of you Yes, and guys. send us your ghosty stories. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to send ghost mm-hmm. stories. We love those. Preach. Sweet. See (laughs) y'all. All right, you guys. Have a great night. Bye, guys.